once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. This is episode 17, and today we have a very interesting topic about emotions versus feelings. This is also a very important topic. Because both emotions and feelings make us who we are and how others perceive us. Basically, they run the show. We will be going over what is an emotion and what is a feeling. What can we do about them? Because usually we end up having to deal with the aftermath of our emotions and trying to make sense of the whole situation that just played out and letting it all repeat itself again in the future. Let's try to get away from that with this episode. Without wasting any time, let's do this. We use emotions and feelings interchangeably in our everyday speech. For the past two decades, there has been an intense amount of interest in these two topics, and that is reflected on the total amount of ongoing research on both emotions and feelings. Currently, there are many theories about emotions and feelings from different disciplines of science, like psychology, neuroscience, sociology, history, medicine, philosophy, and even computer science. The computer science's focus is to understand the science of customers' emotions on the internet. Emotion, in the most simple terms, is the mental state that influences bodily actions, whereas feeling is a bodily response that impacts our mental state. Scientifically speaking, the discoveries made through neural mapping of the limbic system, the neurobiological explanation of human emotion, is that when subjects' cognition analyzes a given situation, it in turn starts a biological change or a physiological response which is activated by various hormones and neurochemicals like dopamine, noradrenaline, and serotonin. There are two key components of an emotion, cognitive analysis and physiological response. Furthermore, the physiological response can potentially initiate an action and expression which in turn provide feelings. Now here it is how it will play out in the real world. Just imagine yourself. You're standing in a playground, minding your own business, playing around. You see a snake approaching. Your brain will now interpret or assess that event, meaning you will decide whether that snake is dangerous or not. And just think, just imagine that you do think that snakes are dangerous then the cognitive analysis will start biological changes such as an increased heart rate or pituitary adrenal response, which in turn will activate neurochemicals like dopamine, noradrenaline, and serotonin. Now, you've decided that snakes are dangerous. You will initiate a physiological response because fear as an emotion has kicked off in you. 
Now, furthermore, if you choose to run away because of this fear, that would be an action you took based on your cognitive analysis and physiological response. But just imagine, you're running. You're running and screaming because you're scared of this snake. The screaming is an expression. And if, let's say you fall on the ground and land on a rock and you hurt yourself, you scrape your knee, you experience pain from that scrape. This pain is the feeling. And then this feeling of pain registers back in the brain and this experience forms a memory. So in short, you experience fear and emotion and that fear caused a feeling of pain. While emotions are temporary, the feelings they evoke can remain or even grow over a lifetime. Dr. Sarah McKay, a neuroscientist and a TEDx speaker, said it perfectly and quote, Emotions play out in the theater of the body. Feelings play out in the theater of the mind. Now, let's think about it. How many times have we used emotions and feelings interchangeably in the past? There are five basic emotions that can further be divided into subcategories, which we will cover in our later episodes. The five basic emotions are anger, fear, sadness, disgust, and happiness. Hey, the movie Inside Out did pretty good on this. Now, let's get to the how-to. Since we know and can now identify the differences between emotions and feelings, the question is, what can we do about them? Well, if you are a creative, an athlete, or an entrepreneur, let's say you experience temporary emotions of anger, fear, sadness, but that emotion evokes a feeling that in turn creates a long-term memory, or even worse, a phobia or a condition that could potentially hinder your future performance or even make you give up on a dream or a passion. Can you maybe think of a time when you experienced an emotion that was temporary, but the feeling that it evoked stayed over time or even got worse? Things can be detrimental to you when mixed with a strong emotion accompanied with an intense feeling. Things like decision-making, risk-taking, creativity. So here are a couple steps that you can try. First, go to the bookstore and please buy a journal that will be your success journal. Step two, you will start with the most recent strong emotion and an intense feeling that was provoked by that emotion. Before you begin describing the scenario, create two columns in the corner of the page and label one as emotion and the second as feeling. Now clearly identify what emotion it was that you experienced and the feeling it evoked. It could be something like anger, and that anger you got so mad that it made you cry. Crying is the physiological response. That crying made your eyes hurt. It made it painful. That was the feeling. Usually, we deal with emotions and feelings and their aftermath without knowing what to do with them. We try to fix external factors that cause them, not knowing that just by simply being able to identify the difference between emotion and feeling alone can significantly enhance your emotional intelligence, quality of relationships, and productivity. Not only that, 
It will even have social benefits that might even make you a social rock star. To learn more about productivity, please see episode 3. And for more on emotional intelligence, please see episode 5. Thank you for tuning in. Please head over to www.jolsid.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.